Hey everyone, welcome to the Happy, Healthy and Healing podcast with me, Stacey. I'm your host. Um, I still haven't got an intro, but that's okay. (laughs) We'll get there. So um, today is episode three, um, if I upload them in order, because I haven't done any yet, but that's okay. We'll get there. (laughs) Um, And I'm going to get really vulnerable, I think, in this episode, Um, do a bit of a deep dive and... Um, maybe it's got to do with a new moon tomorrow or I don't know, but I just feel like let's just get into (laughs) some juicy topics. Um, you know, I set the attention at the start of this podcast that it's like having a conversation with a friend and I don't actually think I've had this conversation with anyone apart from Jared and I haven't really gone fully in depth with him. So apologies (laughs) to friends, family, um, Jared, that, if we haven't had this chat, but I just, I guess I've been doing a lot of reflection internally the last six to 12 months, maybe 18 months. Um, and one of those things that I've sort of been reflecting on is alcohol and, you know, my relationship with alcohol, how I viewed it growing up, um, you know, society's like acceptance of drinking alcohol and, and then sort of the relationship that my kids I could see them having in the future. And I think, you know, alcohol is just so widely accepted around, you know, Australia, around the world. Like we drink alcohol if we're celebrating, you know, a birthday. We drink if we're celebrating, you know, you buy a house. We drink if you're at a funeral and you're celebrating someone's life. You drink, um, you know, if you're sort of if you're stressed, have a couple of wines, like, it's just very widely accepted and don't get me wrong, like I love a wine as much as the next person and, you know, there's nothing better <laughs> than a gold wine, you know, Friday or Saturday on the weekend and just a, as a bit of a relax um, for me. But at the same time, I feel like the last six to 12 months, my relationship with alcohol has got quite negative um, and I just did dry July um yeah, well, we're in August. So I've had, you know, uh, a few wines for my dad's 60th. But apart from that, sort of, I did dry July. So I'm actually quite proud of myself um, for doing that. And I guess for me, I I wanted to have this conversation because it's something that I've been thinking about and reflecting and going, okay, well, where did this actually start? And why is it accepted? Because like, I don't know the exact, you know, science or whatever, but it's, there's a big thing at the moment that people are like, oh, you can't have Diet Coke because the aspartamine will give you cancer. And it's like, I think aspartamine is maybe like a level three, for instance, for could potentially cause cancer in high doses or whatever. But what we don't realize is that alcohol is actually like level one. And that is one of the biggest contributors to cancer. And it's like, when I heard that, I heard it probably a few months ago and I kind of been just stewing on it, stewing on it, stewing on it. And I was like, really? Like alcohol is so widely accepted (laughs) in society and it's, you know, how many bottle shops, like in our small town, there's something like eight bottle shops. Like that is just insane for a small country town. It's so widely accepted. It's just almost normal. And if you don't drink alcohol, like you're a weirdo. Um, And it's, I was just like, how... Like how that's just, it blew up my mind. I can't even put it into words. And like, obviously, like I've still, you know, been drinking alcohol and things like that, but I've just kind of had it in the back of my mind going, 
hang on a second, like is this something that I really need to maybe start to limit a bit more and not just have so freely because I could be doing so much damage to my health. Now, like at the moment I'm not currently my healthiest self. Um, I'm on this big transformation journey, but it's not just like physical transformation. It's, you know, mental, emotional, spiritual, like I'm really trying to do the deep hard work and at this like crossroads in my life and it's like all of my shit (laughs) is coming up and I guess causing me, not causing me, it's a great opportunity to reflect and go, where do I want the next decade of my life, you know, the next 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, what do I want it to look like? And is what I'm doing now serving me or is it actually going to take me further away from my longer term goals? So this is where like, this is my brain just thinking about (laughs) random stuff Um, and all at once, like I've got 10 topics that I'm trying to think about at once, but I'm, they all kind of link together. Okay. Enough babble. So I guess to start, okay. So alcohol, like my experience growing up is that alcohol was a very social thing. So like I saw mum and dad um, almost every weekend it felt like is, you know, there's either like they'd have Friday night drinks after work and we'd go to the pub or wherever they were having them. Um, And then Saturday like dad was heavily involved in football and so like after footy obviously um, win or lose, they have a few drinks and then sometimes like that would go late into the night, like we'd have dinner there or go out for dinner with some of the football members. Um, you know, it was like it was very social, like all parties, everything was just, yeah, that was that was alcohol and it wasn't a bad thing. Um, yes, like I did see some bad things, you know, fights and arguments and whatever, you know, under the influence of alcohol, but it wasn't like, you know, a terrible thing. It was just seen as very social. So growing up, like in my teenage years, a lot of people want to experiment with alcohol and drugs. And like, I never got into drugs, um, thankfully, but did experiment with alcohol, um, quite a bit. And, you know, I guess for me, like I had low self-confidence, low self-esteem, you know, wanted to be the popular girl and I just wasn't. Um, And alcohol sort of made me feel a lot more comfortable when socialising. It broke down those walls. It made me feel like I could be the popular person. Like it was just a bit of a, I don't know, what's that? Courage. (laughs) It was like a courage thing. Um, and then like towards 18, like obviously I had Bailey young and I didn't drink once I knew I was pregnant, but you know, hit 18, you go out to the pubs, you go clubbing, you go out and the whole thing was just to like, what can I drink to just get me blind drunk as quick as I can for the rest of the night. And, you know, every weekend we went out with that intention. (laughs) Um, and then after having Bailey, like I started to go out again, you know, with, friends and again it sort of continued on um it wasn't toward until probably later in my 20s that you know I pulled back on having alcohol um really focused on my health and things like that and it just like I I kind of feel like I've gone through phases in my life and I'm a bit of an all or nothing person so it's like I don't see a point in having one drink <laughs> like it's just a bit of a waste of time in my eyes like and that sounds ridiculous saying that out loud but that was just like my mentality so um yeah like towards yeah late 20s I kind of like went off it for a bit and then 
um, back onto it. And, and I think like I've always used it socially in my perspective, I've always just been a social drinker. Like I wasn't at home drinking out of the cupboard, um, you know, getting blind drunk every night of the week. Like it didn't ruin my life or affect my life in any way. It was like a weekend social thing. And that was great. Then obviously like lockdowns hit and, I am so grateful that I was pregnant with Toby because I pro- like we had one weekend um, and before I knew I was pregnant, like I must have only been, I don't know, just like conception because, you know, we had a bonfire, had drinks in the backyard, like we probably had a couple of weekends actually of that and then obviously I found out I was pregnant and that was like the most of the year because he was born in December and thankfully because I feel like lockdowns really affected a lot of people um not only their mental health like and financial like I'm not going to go into that topic but alcohol was a big crutch like bottle shops were allowed to be open during lockdowns because they were essential how the f (laughs) is alcohol essential really it's like it's not and but it remained open and I know a lot of people become dependent on that habit of like you know because everyone was uncertain everyone was stressed everyone was sad like most I don't know anyone that was like loving life (laughs) during lockdowns and a lot of people used alcohol as a crutch um thankfully I didn't because yeah pregnancy so yeah and then anyway fast forward along had Harvey he's you know, he was a year in June. Um, it's now August. So I, after Harvey, obviously breastfeeding, didn't drink and then, you know, started slowly drinking again, obviously once I wasn't breastfeeding and, you know, having Harvey, like I'll probably do a whole separate episode on that, but that was such like an anxious time. Like I kind of have blanked out that and I probably need to revisit that. Um, but that time was really stressful, like really, really stressful between work, life, pregnancy, everything. And then after he was born, it was kind of like I could, you know, breathe again. Um, like I was myself, like I was having a bit of out of body anxiety experience. I don't know if you've had that before, but it was crazy. And I don't even wish that on anyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so you started drinking after Harvey. And I think, again, it was only weekends or going out, like having a few drinks. Um, and you know, it would go from having a couple of drinks and then over a period of like probably six or eight months, it got to the point where I could easily knock back, you know, two bottles in a night and not really be, not be drunk, like be tipsy, but not be drunk, get up the next day, function, parent, do everything. And this went on for a good few months. And inside I was like Stacy you need to stop like this is not a great habit to be just getting blind not blind drunk but (laughs) drinking so much on a Friday night and Saturday night you know why are you doing this to yourself and I couldn't answer this for a long time like I didn't know why but I just knew that I need like I was using it to relax um through stressful times like and I was just like it was just a pattern and a habit. And so then when I really started to think about it, I was like, okay, why are you doing this, Stacey? Well, I'm doing it to feel good, (laughs) like to not be stressed out of my brains, to relax, like to have a bit of like just 
chill with me and not be living at like 150% anxiety. And then, okay, why Stacey? Okay, well, I'm unhappy with these areas in my life. Okay, why? Because I feel X, Y, Z. And I just kept going like deeper and deeper with myself. And I was like, Stacey, like this is not serving you anymore. Like as much as you love having a drink and there's nothing wrong with it, like I've got no judgment for myself or anyone else, this is not serving you. Like you are, you, you've got to the point where you you'll drink two bottles of wine, you'll eat like half a wheel of brie cheese with biscuits and have some Panadol before bed and some orange juice so that you just wake up, like you wake up okay the next day that you can function and look after your kids. Now I never drank in front of the kids. Um... It was only like once they're in bed type thing, but it's still, I was like, Stacey, this is not sitting right. <laughs> this is not right for you. Um, yeah. And then like a few more weeks went past and I was like, you know, kept same habit every Friday. Um, BWS sends you a nice little notification on your app saying, hey, don't forget your specials at four o'clock on a Friday night. And, you know, just kept continuing this habit. And then finally I was like, no, I've had enough. Like I've had enough. I'm not feeling like shit. I'm feeling okay, but I'm not okay with this anymore. It's not serving me and I've had enough. So I'm going to do dry July, which I started a few days late because um, we had a celebration (laughs) Um, and I did it. Like I've done it. And now, you know, last weekend I was like, okay, well, it's August. Like I can have a drink if I want. I'm like, I actually don't feel like it. Like I've got my kombucha drink and I have like three of those um, super cold, like with ice and then that's it, go to bed. Do I feel better? Mm, Yes and no, not really, not yet, but I'm sure that it's actually doing a lot better for my insides. Um, So I guess the whole point of this podcast is to share my experience and go and and just get you to sort of think like provoke that thought is is drinking alcohol serving you are you using it in a way for stress relief and to chill out and is that habit you know serving you to your longer term goals or to your longer term health or you know is that the behavior that you want your kids to be seeing because one more point I'm going to make is that when I dived, when I dove, dived, when I went deep (laughs) with asking myself all this, why, 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 why are you doing this? I think it was like, after I asked the whys, it was like a couple of weeks later, I was having a shower and I was like, hang on a second, where did this actually come from? And then when I reflected on things I had seen in the past with my parents' relationship with alcohol and family relationship with alcohol and celebrations and then started to notice the patterns in my life. I was like, this is this is actually stemmed from there. Like this is, I'm not blaming him because at all, as I said, I've got no judgment. Um, but it's actually, that's what I've seen and what I've been conditioned to accept socially and I think that is normal. And then I've carried that for the 30, nearly 34 years of my life thinking that that's just the way it is, but it doesn't have to be. Like I don't have to be my parents and then have my kids be me in 30 years. Like do I want them to be using alcohol the way that I have been the last six to eight months or so? 
no, I don't want that. I don't want them to have that relationship, to need alcohol, to feel stress relief, to take the edge off, to, you know, have some chill, just to have confidence, to, yeah, like I don't want that for them. So I need to make the change now. No, I'm not going to be like, no, I'm never having a wine again because that's just unrealistic for me. (laughs) Um, But I'm not going to go back to that behavior of drinking two bottles on a Friday, two bottles on a Saturday, sometimes two bottles on a Sunday if I've had a really crappy week and just drown my sorrows, so to speak. And like that's, I don't want them to have that. So I'm, I'm making that change. And yeah, I guess I just wanted to share this, um, as I said, to get you guys to think. Um, so I know I've blabbed a lot and I don't know if I've really made a point (laughs) with this podcast, but it feels good for me to get it off my chest. So I thank you if you're still here listening. I really thank you and I appreciate it. Um, But yeah, like if you feel like alcohol, you're not necessarily like an, I don't think I've, I've ever been an alcoholic because I haven't been drinking every night of the week. Um, It hasn't ruined my life. Like it doesn't affect my life, but I just got into quite a bad rut and a bad habit that is not serving me. So if you feel like that's you, maybe take some time to actually just reflect on why you're drinking and go three, four, five, six levels deep and think about where it all started. And, you know, you have, we all have the power to change. Like your, your thoughts create your reality. So if you think I want to change, I can take these steps to change, then you're going to change moving forward. Um, I do recommend like doing dry July was a great thing because it was like a whole month of no alcohol kind of really broke that habit. And I found the kombucha to break that cycle was enough. Um, But if you feel like that's too much, you could even just start by reducing how much you intake and, and maybe really look into, um, you know, how it affects your body, how it affects your memory, your, Um, mindset, your motivation, things like that. And yeah, just ask yourself, is it really serving you? So that's it for today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let me know. Or if you want to, if you feel comfortable enough to share your experience, I'd really um, love that. It's, you know, I think something that we need to start talking about a bit more um, and start, yeah, reflecting on. So any reflections or anything, send me a message. Um, and thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you.